You are listening to Takedowns to Breakdowns. And live. Booyah. We're here. Yes, we are. Are you excited? I am. Yeah. Um, Are you excited about what you saw from Saturday? I am. Um, And it's, it's not even just with the fight itself. It was leading up to it. Um, I, I've mentioned this before, you know, how I, I always thought the UFC was becoming like the new, uh, WWE and entertainment, right? All the drama and the backstories. Um, what I really liked was how refreshing it was to see every fighter having respect for the other person and just showing that sportsmanship. Yes. I think that's what was like the biggest thing for me for this pay-per-view. Not to mention the fights were amazing, but that was like the big thing for me. Very, very, very old school, I feel. It was very old school to be just respectful of each other and just be fans. Like, did you see the fact that in the post-fight, uh, in like in the octagon, they put on each other's search, shirts and yes. stuff like that? Yeah, that like lot of respect and and you're right leading up to it there was a shit ton of respect between the two of them just talking about how i'm not looking past dustin and you know nothing to taking nothing away from khabib he's he's the best right now and i want to be able to say i am the best and beat him like it's it was a lot of respect yeah for sure uh now i i know it's almost kind of like beating a dead horse because everybody's been talking about the fight and everybody's talking about the implications of this and everything else but I don't know about you, but going into this fight, I was saying I was calling Dustin wins by second or third round TKO. I was leaning more towards second round mm-hmm. TKO because I figured his boxing pressure and his boxing technique was at a level where he could, you know, hit what he needed to hit and when he needed to hit it when Khabib would try to come in. And here's something that I didn't consider. Uh, and not to say Khabib's wrestling, that's obvious. I didn't consider the fact that most people, I think, A, they get taken down pretty quick, and when they do, it saps their energy, so their technique starts to go out the window pretty quickly. But primarily, in my mind, what I saw a lot of in that fight was I looked at Dustin going into this fight as a guy who outstruck and outboxed Max Holloway, who's known for being one of the best strikers if, if not the current best striker in his yep, division, yep. right? Dustin Poirier was so much more composed, accurate. He had, granted, he was the bigger guy, so he had more power. But more so than that, he had such good technique, such good refined technique that you saw because he keeps growing, you know? He hit a plateau for like two years, and then he broke that, and he's just been getting better. Every better. fight, yeah. But when I saw him face... I was, was saying that? every fight, yeah, he just improves. Yeah, but in the Khabib fight, watching the Khabib fight, in my opinion, you saw almost the old Dustin. He was just primarily headhunting. He was trying to pressure. It's almost like these guys don't want to give a moment's pause for Khabib to get the offensive uh, momentum. They want to keep him on the back foot. They want to keep him in a state of, oh, I can't shoot. I don't have the, I don't have the space or the time because I'm just getting hit. Like Connor did it. Connor rushed him and, and threw a lot of punches. Dustin did it, especially in the second round. He rushed him. He threw a whole bunch of punches. He kept chasing him across the octagon. But the second your back gets close to the cage, Khabib just shoots in. You know, the second your feet start crossing that oh, black yeah, line, yeah. 
to the outside perimeter, Khabib just shoots right in. And I was thinking, why the fuck is he not doing any of his, any of the striking that I thought he would be doing? Yeah. And I wanted to, I wanted to say it has to be because, oh, Khabib is his wrestling and his his chain wrestling and all this other shit is just so good. And oh, he has such surprising power and technique on the feet. <laughs> fuck that shit. I think it's because people are so afraid to let him dictate the dictate the the pace in the octagon because they don't want him to set up yeah. like GSP always did. Remember, GSP would always set up the pace, always jab high, jab low, jab high, Superman, kick, jab. Oh, takedown. Okay, somehow you got back up. Okay, back to jab. I'm jabbing. You know, they never wanted to play to the pace of George because when you played to his to George's pace, George would just... That's that was literally how he set up his entire structure for dominance. It was I'm gonna set a pace that you can't predict, and I'm gonna set a situation up that you don't understand, and you're gonna get overwhelmed mentally, and then I'm just gonna start taking you down yep. at will. You know, and I feel like with Khabib, people have that, but the opposite. Khabib almost instead of Khabib dictating it, it's almost like Khabib lets them dictate it by saying, "Come on." I know you're scared of my wrestling. I, you know that I'm gonna try to take you down. What are you gonna do about it? And everybody almost panics and just like they get, they get, um, they get not trigger happy, but they get you know they get jumpy with the trigger and they go, okay, okay, I gotta hit him. I gotta hit him before he shoots at me. I gotta hit him before he starts wrestling. I gotta, I gotta take it to him. I gotta make it. I gotta make sure he he can't be in a spot where he can shoot at me. And they all rush yeah. into him. And the, it's the same fucking thing. You know. Now, like, like, what do you think? Like, what do you think on your end? What I was gonna say was uh, that that I was I was kind of noticing that too, you know, because that was the first thing that I noticed with uh, the Connor fight, the the rushing in, uh, you know, trying to get the job done as quickly as possible, and same thing with Dustin. Now, do you think it's also not necessarily like a lack of cardio, but do you think? Um, with uh, Khabib's technique, it just tires them out, like to the point of oh, um, you know, because I mean, going into that third round, I mean, looking at Dustin, it's like, you know, he he seemed pretty drained. Yeah, he see you could tell because after Dustin throws when he tries to engage, he pauses. He doesn't step out. He doesn't circle. He pauses and he stands there. And that's, yeah, I think people get entirely way too gassed out by Habib's wrestling because he weighs on you. Like, this is going to sound like an insult. It's not. Habib has an ability to snuggle you. Yes. Like a demon snuggles yeah, you. Yeah. Like, like, he doesn't, yeah, he wrestles. Yeah, he chains everything. He transitions well. He maintains, you know, like, uh, like pressure from half guard and he he grabs backs real easy and, and all this other. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he snuggles you. When you watch him try to get guys to the ground on the fence, he's leaning everything to you. If you get if he if you allow him only one leg, he grabs that leg and then he hugs yeah. that leg. He yep. hugs it. He doesn't just grab it like, oh, I'm going to take you down. He hugs it. All his weight goes into that leg. And then he you know, usually kicks out the other leg and takes you on an angle or like in the third round when Dustin couldn't get, uh, couldn't submit him with the guillotine. Habib hugs his side, hugs him. He doesn't just like try to stand and ground and pound to like get a better position. He doesn't care about the mount style of I'm going to position. And then, you know, if you try to 
tripod out of this. I'm going to like take away a base and attack an angle. Nope. He wants to snuggle you. He grabs you across your torso. He grabs underneath your armpits. He puts his legs in between your leg and your hip. He he entwines it underneath your other leg. He he just wants to snuggle and he wants to become a blanket. He's like a literal fucking yep. blanket. He wants you to squirm. He wants so you to yeah, use that energy to get out. Because I was going to say, Dustin is a kind of guy, man. He will go all five. You know, and give it his best, but like this one oh. was just like wow, it was just really draining. Oh yeah, I mean, I think the his style is so draining. I think the style is so tiring. But more so than that, more so than just oh, you're they're out of gas and they're not moving, or oh, they're out of gas and they can't keep up. It's almost the out of gas mm-hmm. mentally. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, you and I have done this when we, you and I, just like like trained right you know what i mean not even in class just you and i just doing stuff together there's a point when mentally you can't your body is just so tired you mentally are tired and you can't mentally tell your body to do stuff and that's how you get choked out right you're just you keep telling your body don't no getting choked is bad but then your brains there's something in your mind that's like just go to sleep just let it happen and then you just, and then it just, and then it happens. And then you get choked and you go, okay, I'm going to tap now. Okay. It's over. The suffering is over. This, this, this experience I had to endure is finally done with. And I, I'm, I'm yeah. over it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's uh that's, <laughs> that's, that's how I feel it is. That's how I personally feel like how like Khabib's greatest weapon is that he snuggles you into mental submission. You know, yeah, we could again, we could break down all the physical attributes of how he uses the cage and times on the fence and wants to ride you sideways on the fence to escape and takes away your your post with, you know, his opposing hand or how he tries to kick at the back leg and at the front leg and the way he chains his single to doubles. And we can get we could talk all the Sambo and catch bullshit that, you know, people already have heard. Or we could focus on the fact that he just mentally saps Mm -hmm. you right you know just just snuggles you just it's it's just like a snuggle it's like waking up on a rainy saturday with the perfect amount of sleep and you can smell coffee being made or something i don't i don't know if you love coffee but you can smell coffee and bacon and there's pancakes and you're all snuggling and warm in a fuzzy blanket and it's just oh this is so nice and you turn on the tv and you're just snuggly while you're eating beautiful like wonderful food and having nice hot coffee and oh let's just watch a movie or a tv show let's turn on twitch or go to YouTube. Oh, I'm just gonna lounge in bed. <laughs> Meanwhile, the ref is trying to resist you, and <laughs> you're just out, out cold. That's the feeling you're trying to fight when you fight Khabib. Yeah, yeah. That's what it is. It's it's the no. Come on, come on, come on. Don't you want to get up and start being active and go outside where it's cold and go shovel snow and not stay inside and have hot cocoa and pancakes with syrup, chocolate chip <laughs> pancakes with peanut butter spread. You don't you you don't want to be in sweatpants underneath a fuzzy blanket on a nice couch <laughs> watching TV or playing video games. Don't you want to get up and go outside? Doesn't that sound so much better? And everything in your every fiber of your being is just saying. Uh no, this is this is great, and that's what that's how Khabib yeah. beats people because he puts them into that snuggle territory. Yep. Oh, you're mentally you don't want to get off this couch. You just want to stay in this couch until this couch swallows you whole. 
That's what so happens. now here's my question for you, and not to beat a dead horse because we we talk about this subject every now and then. When we talk about the goat, and just to reflect back on what I've said, to me when I when I think of goat, it's not just greatest of all time; it's great in all aspects of fighting. Meaning, are you a good striker? Are you a good grappler, wrestler, whatever. Now, Khabib is now what 28, 29 and 0? It's 28, right? Uh, I think he's 28, 28 and 0 professionally. I, I mean, obviously I so. what he's doing is working. So, yeah, he's 28 and 0. So, yep. I feel like I mean, and and we we just got done praising, you know, Dustin and what he's accomplished and what he does as a fighter and I mean, we'll get into the, the whole post-fight stuff afterwards, but I mean, I feel like that kind of disproves my theory, you know, as far as go. I mean, well, undefeated anyways. I mean, do you see him using that style out in the street in a street fight and still getting the same results? One on one? Yeah. Because, see, this this is where I, t- I try to think uh, about l- literal go. Like, whatever you do inside the octagon, can you perform just as well or even better when it comes to survival instincts out on the street? Oh, yeah. I think I think he would. I mean, I think if it's one-on-one on the street, it wouldn't be the same tactics. There's no fence to post somebody up right, against. There's right. no... Um, you know what I mean? Like people can just grab a rock on the street and smash you and try to hit you with it. Like it's a little yeah. different, but I think his ability to snuggle and and negate a lot of a lot of your ability to move your limbs is pretty high up there. I mean, the, it's not like he has a lot of hair to to pull. Uh, you know, he snuggles well to cover his uh, his face yep. from strikes. You're not gonna get anything vital there. You're not gonna be able to grab anything or poke anything on his face. It's, uh, yeah, I think it's pretty good. I mean, the only caveat is that his style is dependent on a one-on-one situation. Um, I mean, also, if you think about it, though, think about, like, him shooting on somebody and taking... First of all, if it's... If we're talking about, like, a normal civilian facing fucking Habib Nurmagomedov in the street, um, I feel like it would look like the scene from Avengers when Hulk grabs Loki... (laughs) And throws him side to side. I feel like that's that's exactly what it would look like. I think if you have professional top contending MMA fighters in the number one organization on the planet of this human species. And nobody has been able to yeah. stop that. You take a normal flesh bag civilian. Like a normal fleshy soft yep. bag of a person just walking the street. And say... Hey, try to stop this guy from taking you down. They're going to go, taking me what? And then by the time they say what, they're going to be in the air getting like Daniel Cormier, like reverse overhead drop slammed by Khabib. Like that. It would just be savage. It would just be savage. Dude, I'm pretty sure, like, I'm pretty sure I could shoot and get a pretty good single on on a random civilian of varying weight sizes. Uh, and I'm not a wrestler, nor that I did wrestling. I just, I'm just going off of the training that yeah, we did yeah. in uh, in class, off of what we've done in our martial art. And I feel like I could get a takedown just with uh, just with the judo stuff that I know. You know what I mean? Especially with uh, attacking the rear leg or attacking the 
the balance point. Um, I feel really good with those takedowns, uh, let alone a fucking two-time like national like international or national sambo champion 28 and 0 professional mma fighter in the ufc khabib would fucking wreck somebody unless that person had g- guns or barbed of course, wire yeah. or a knife on them uh no khabib's gonna take them down and fucking ragdoll yeah. them just i i think i don't think somebody would be able to handle his takedown i think if he if you had some poor soft fleshy person just standing there <laughs> It could be just walks in, you know, and it's just what's uh, what's what's going on. And just and it's just like if I told you this man's about to attack you, what would you do? And they would he, uh, I would I would stop him from attacking me. It's like, oh, OK, OK, let's see how that goes. Uh, let's see if you can make it past 10 seconds. And then they just say go. And Habib just double pump fakes uh, a jab and then just goes for his double. Dude. Just landing on concrete from that is going to be enough to take somebody and just be like, fuck, dude. <laughs> You're just <laughs> just not not a good situation, man. Not a good situation yeah, to be in. Yeah. Um, why? Do you think no? Do you think it's it's too vulnerable or not dynamic and versatile enough to protect yourself in the street? Or like, like what do you think? I, I mean, I, I kind of agree. I mean, I, obviously, if the person has, like, a weapon, you know, hopefully he's carrying as well because, I mean, the other guy's clearly going to win. But, I mean, it all depends on your environment. And, I mean, if it's... If it's you know if what, we're talking strictly just street, like, hand-to-hand combat, I mean, I think he can handle himself pretty well. Um, oh, yeah, because my whole thing was course, when dude. I thought of the, the term go, I thought of like all aspects like can you cover um not really a master of all but like a jack of all trades but you're really good at every single one you know um again like a, like a gsp no, what are i you say great with striking are you great with grappling uh your wrestling and your cardio no no i mean people are gonna look at the dominance of khabib's um, run of being undefeated. They're going to look at the fact that he has packed some power in his strikes. He knocked down fucking Conor McGregor, yep. right? Um, they're going to talk about his ability to take a punch from the Michael Johnson incident and even the Dustin fight where he got cracked in the second yeah. a little bit. Uh, I mean, I, I think the people that are going to have the conversation are, are, aren't really going to consider the full martial artist aspect like you are, I think they're going to just consider like, did he kick everybody's ass and did he do it convincingly? And that answer will be yes. I mean, if the real question is, you know, how applicable would he be or his style would be in the street? Oh, I think he's, he's dominant. I think he's extremely dominant. I think, I think if you, here's another thing. I, I think the perspective an understanding of that context also needs to be understood. I think if you took a high school wrestler in their first year, I think they would take down the average person out in the street. Fair enough. Yeah. 100%. 100%. And then you have a fucking Sambo world champion, multiple world champion. Uh, Oh, fuck yeah. He's people are. Yeah, no, no people getting savaged. I will say this though. I will say this. I don't understand why people think Justin Gaethje or just in general, the idea of leg kicking or kicking uh, a wrestler is a good idea. Do you know what I mean? Hmm. 
I and I know I know everybody's immediately gonna think about uh Masvidal flying kneeing and knocking out Ben Askren. A little bit of a different situation. Like Dustin was throwing like leg kicks at him, like body kicks and and leg kicks, and it's just what are you doing? You're giving up a whole base to try to hit this guy? Like I I don't think Justin Gaethje's the answer. Justin Gaethje's a brawler who's who might connect doesn't uh, who can who can wrestle who has the history of being yeah. a wrestler but never does actually wrestle i i just i don't know when i was watching dustin throw kicks and he's not this crazy kicker he looks like he has really tight mm-hmm. hips um i don't know but it, just from looking at his technique it looked like he has really tight hips and while he was throwing good powerful kicks and they were pretty snappy for what they were I was just thinking, ooh, don't don't do that. Don't, don't, don't throw a kick at a wrestler. All they have to do is just step in. Step in and just bump you. And the next thing you know, you're, what are you, you're on one leg. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Right? Just, ah. I just, all the talk right now, because I, I know I know you're not as, like, as up to your eyeballs about this as I am right now, but all the talk is, is, if you didn't know this already, is the talk about Tony Ferguson being the only guy who could be Khabib. Everybody's just, oh, Khabib would totally lose against Tony. Tony's a, a great matchup. Tony's the true threat against him, blah, 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 blah. Conor McGregor already came out and just said immediately, I want my second rematch to be in Moscow. I want my rematch to be in Moscow. Because <laughs> everybody was also saying Conor McGregor did a better job than Dustin Poirier I against Khabib. I wanted to bring that up. And people are now yeah. saying... People, people are now saying Connor did the best job against Khabib. This is true. Well, okay, that was my question. Do you believe in that? Looking back now, well, now that we have another fight to compare it, absolutely. I think he held his own. You know what it was? His def- his takedown defense was really good against Khabib. Like the first couple rounds, I thought, anyways. Like, he handled himself pretty well defending himself against Khabib's takedowns. Um, yeah. I I mean, I, I mean, sure, I, I think, when we first saw the Connor fight, like, obviously we, we assumed, like, holy shit, like, Connor got fucked up, got ragdolled and everything. Right. But now that we have the Dustin fight to compare it to, it only went to round three. Uh, didn't uh, the Connor one go to, like, four? Or did it go five? And then he got submitted. I don't remember. No, uh, round four, I believe okay. it was. Uh, oh, no, 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 no. I think it was oh, it was three. three. It was round okay. Three. Yeah, I think it was three. Um, I'm trying to remember. Uh, nope, it was round four. It was round four. For, yeah, four rounds. Because I remember the third round, Khabib kind of took the round yeah. off. And then Connor was, land- was landing some good opportunities. And then, uh, yeah, round four was uh when he got yeah yeah yeah. i mean again it 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 seems the the number one issue for anybody going up against khabib at this point is the cardio um i mean connor was kind of also he's known for being bad at it but it's even like going back to the mayweather fight he actually did pretty well besides the fact that he was getting tired you know and considering yeah um, a lot of people would say Mayweather was allowing that fight to be entertaining for the for the bookies, mm. but I do agree with you. I mean, well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. 
there's a, there's excuses or reasons for everything, right? The, the Mayweather fight was on a short fight camp. Conor McGregor did not get a full boxing fight camp for that. He got a, he had a short boxing yeah. fight camp for it. Um, Conor has always had cardio issues, but it's because of his style of always throwing heavy. He never really throws light, and he doesn't go for volume yeah. that often. Uh, he, he did have enough cardio in the Nate Diaz rematch. Um, I think the cardio problem... I think... Here, so you bring up a good point. You said cardio is kind of the biggest factor when it comes to Absolutely. fighting Khabib, which I think is, which I think is a fantastic take that I've not really heard yet. Because I was going to say that everybody keeps talking about the wrestling is not good enough, and so you can never beat him because of the wrestling. So everybody's going for the opposite, right? Circle beats line, line beats circle. Everybody's saying to beat a wrestler or a grappler, you have to outstrike them before mm-hmm. they can get there. They've been trying. They had the number one counter-punching KO guy in Conor McGregor come out. They had the super accurate, powerful uh, boxer and uh, Poirier come out. Um, they had uh, they had the super explosive and quick striker uh, with a lot of creative uh, strikes with Edson Barbosa, and he didn't do it. Um, I think the take needs to be not... You need to outstrike him before he takes you to the ground. And I don't think it needs to be, you need to learn how to stuff stuff the takedown and stop the takedowns. I think, A, you're not going to be able to, with the caliber of strikers that have already been against him, you're not going to be able to find a guy who can strike him well enough to keep him off of the wrestling game plan. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like a, it's not like a, uh, I don't know, I'm trying to think of a fighter like Johnny Hendricks, right? If you were able to, piece him up you could slow down the game plan to wrestle Mm -hmm. right that's just an example i'm like i know we kind of gang up on on hendrix but i'm just saying with any kind of wrestler you could uh like uh um like josh koscheck right if you piece him up enough he wouldn't really go for the wrestling as well because you're piecing him up up top and he had to focus on that you're not going to pull that off with khabib you're not going to pull off takedown defense against khabib because he's years better than everybody so what do you do you bring up a really good point of having the cardio to last and to keep up with the struggle while he snuggles Mm -hmm. you if you can struggle through the snuggle the entire time for five rounds he might just get tired i i I wonder like that would be like such a great workout just have somebody like during your camp training i mean just have somebody latch on to you and just wiggle yourself out and that's all the guy's gonna do is just hold you there just get in different positions let the guy get on top on on, you know what i mean get him like 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 don't even try to submit or hit you just try to just hang hang on on to you for dear life exactly just dead weight if you have to and just see if you can get out of it see how long you can last and just you know throw out a fighting camp man i feel like everyone's cardio would be on point and maybe they could even survive something that you know Khabib is doing similar so i guess i mean well i was gonna say i think the biggest counter that we haven't really seen is a is a high level jujitsu mm. guy because wrestling and jujitsu ain't exactly the same my man and i feel like I feel like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I know Dustin is a black belt, is a high-level black belt in jiu-jitsu, but that's not his base. His base is For boxing. Sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mentally, that's his base. Um, I feel like 
if you had a, I would love to see Habib face off against a BJJ wizard like uh, Gordon Ryan or uh, or like Gary Tonin or uh, you know like like well not Kron but like uh, Crone, um, one of the Gracies that are currently fighting. You know, like that would be that that would be so that would be so interesting to me because I would love to see how the wrestling stacks up because when you take away the line versus circle of, Oh, you got to outstrike the wrestler. You got to out wrestle the striker. This is a, no, we're going into their world. We're going on their turf. We're going to go into that world, that realm of grappling and we're going to out grapple them. You know? Yep. And I feel like, I feel like that's the real interesting part because that's what people are saying about Brian Ortega coming up to fight him. That's what people are saying about Tony Ferguson fighting him. Tony Ferguson being creative with his escapes and always slicing and cutting with his elbows uh, from guard, from being uh, uh, when he's when he's in guard. So, I feel like I feel like that's the that's the t- that's the tip that, that that's that that is the trick to to posing a real threat here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let's like, like like let's drag the fight to them. Let's let's take the fight to them. They he's not expecting it. Fucking pull guard on him. You know what I mean? Just hey, come on, let's see what you got. Let's go. Come into my world because everybody he's fighting, he's taking them into his world. They're all strikers. They're boxers and counter strikers, and they're like explosive, fast kickers. They're they're all these guys who the last place they want to be. They're brawlers. The last thing they want to be is really to the ground. Right, but if you have a guy who's just, oh no, I love, I love the ground. Let's go to the ground. Interesting. Yeah. Right. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad I'm not alone in that thought. I'm glad somebody thinks it's an interesting thought. That's good. That's good. Um, I don't know if you had to coach and game plan against him, what would you do? <sighs> Fuck. Like, what do you think? Yeah, like if I said, "Hey, you're gonna coach fighter X against uh, Habib," what would you do? What would you say is the best technique? I would latch onto them and say, "Now get out." <laughs> <laughs> no, for, I mean for just for just four months, dude. Just four months. I'm just hanging on to my guy, and he's gonna try to <laughs> squirm <laughs> and wiggle himself out. No, I mean. Yeah, man. Like, what do you do? I, I I don't know. I don't know. I think I think you are on the right path. Is, is Khabib cardio. right now the fucking Rubik's cube of UFC? He's he's the Rubik's cube in the sense that he's not he's not impossible to figure out. He's impossible to do. It's not that the mountain can't be planned out. It's that the mountain is physically not possible mm. to be climbed. I personally think if you take the fight to him on the ground and you just say, let's fucking go, baby. Let's fuck. I'm pulling guard. I'm tra- I'm going to have a tight fucking guard and try to keep you in here. And I'm going to do this in the middle of the cage because his entire game plan is based on using the fence. It's based on you trying to post up and get back up. And when you get back up, he takes away your base. He pulls away like a, a, an arm that's posting up on the back. He kicks out your leg once you get back to one leg and you're trying to fend off yeah. with the other. He He's beautiful with using the cage against you. He's beautiful with you thinking the cage is your friend to save you to get back up. Then he snatches it away from you. 
I want to see somebody pull guard in the middle of the fucking octagon and just say, let's go. We're just going to fucking grapple with no cage right here in my guard where I want you to be. We're going to fucking go for it. I, I, I'm saying make it a BJJ match. That's okay. what I'm saying. I think that would be that I, I that would be my plan. If I had a if I had a fighter, that's my plan. My plan is stay away from the fence. Don't try to get back up. If he takes you down, or if you can pull guard and initiate this going to the ground, you do it far away from the fence. And you lock him down. So so Ferguson might be the key then. Maybe. I think Ferguson is wild and crazy enough with the striking. I think Ferguson has the best cardio for these kind of engagements. And I think Ferguson has uh, the aggressiveness when he's on the mm. ground to always to make this to make this difficult. But I'm going to be honest. I think he's just going to get snuggled. I see him getting tired in round three. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I just see it happening. I, I see him maybe landing some creative stuff, but I see him not being able to stop the takedown. He's been taken down his entire career. I see him getting mollywhopped on the takedown, and then I feel like he's going to try to transition out, and Khabib's going to just get, you know, he's going to lock up the hands, and it's going to be a wrap, and it's just going to be what we always see. I think it will be the most entertaining fight to see against yeah. Khabib. 100%. That or Connor. It would be damn interesting to watch Connor Ooh, that would be build that fight back yeah. up. Well, the, the thing too, it's like, are we going to get old school Connor back? Or are we going to get pain in the ass that we have been dealing with? I guess entertaining. If you gave me Connor McGregor versus Eddie Alvarez, that Connor McGregor, I think he. I think he, I think I think he takes it to Khabib pretty well. I don't know if he wins, but I think he takes it to Khabib. Put very up a well. fight for sure. You wait yeah. for Khabib to keep shooting in. The problem is that by being a counterpuncher, you're waiting for that person to commit to a strike, and if you have to respect the feints that somebody throws, and Khabib throws a bunch of feints, you fall for it, and then he shoots on a takedown, and then he takes you down. And that's the problem with the counterpuncher is that they have to always respect yeah. the feints by default. Speaking of Connor and all this other shit, did you hear what happened with Connor McGregor and Dustin uh, Poirier? No. So uh, Dustin, I think Dustin, Dustin tweeted it. I think he said it in an interview too, but he said, I think me and Connor running it back makes a lot of sense at this point. Like, you know, let's have the rematch because they fought way back in the day. And Connor McGregor said, I fed you to the canvas in 90 seconds, bro. You should have spoke my name with a bit more respect in that buildup. McGregor's not next. Motherfucker, it's McGregor always. McGregor is the goal always. Say that now and I'll think about it. Hashtag gone in 90 seconds. Hashtag Nick Cage. Hashtag A. Jolie. <laughs> Damn. Holy shit. Um, so them getting a rematch. The idea of it anyways. I mean, if if I mean Dustin lost, I think that was Dustin's last loss was against Conor McGregor. Before this one, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, I think it would be very interesting. I think it'd be very not interesting, but entertaining. The buildup would be great. Dustin likes the trash talk. You know, he used to do it a lot more. 
Uh, Connor is, of course, great at it. Um, it's a it's a recover fight for both of them. Um, here's the problem with this fight, though. If it, if that ever happened, the person who loses, they it's like such a heavy loss. If Dustin loses to Khabib and then Connor, Dustin drops from like second rank to like ten. Oh shit! In everybody's eyes, Damn. you know. Uh, and if Connor wins, it's gonna catapult him right back up to, oh, you should get the rematch against Khabib. But if Connor loses, then Connor's in a you're washed out, bro. Get out of here. You're not you shouldn't be fighting anymore. And he's done for. Right. You know? So nobody wins in that fight. No, I in my opinion, nobody wins in that fight. So speak speaking of but, uh Dustin's loss, um interesting thing, actually you had sent me. I don't know if it was like a, a Twitter f- video or Instagram or whatever it was of him um, kind of subtly like hinting the idea of possible retirement. Yeah, when he said, if I come yeah. back. Yeah. My opinion, I just well, think that's- he's a little bit too emotional right now. I mean, he was on a winning streak for so long and... I, I mean, I do give him credit. You know, he, he does. He, he said, he you know, he trained hard. He was ready. He was prepared for the fight, and it just didn't go his way. Um, I mean, do you think that's just kind of irrational thinking? Like, he was just, it's just, he's in. Did you watch his post-fight conference? Not in the cage, not in the octagon, but his post-fight conference yes, on the podium. and I know he was emotional then. He was crying yeah. the whole time, dude. One of the one of the journalists didn't even ask a question. He just came up and he said, "Hey, Dustin, I just want to let you know that this is not for like this is this is not a waste, and you're not a bad fighter. You're an amazing fighter. You're yeah. an amazing guy. You did a, you've done like there, he basically just tried to like talk him back up and be like, keep your head up. You've been like you've been here before. You know how to get out of this." You, you know, it, your career is not over. You're in your prime. You're Here's young. the only thing I could think you have of. so much this. ahead of you. Here's the only thing. Um, What's Dustin's that? never actually won a title ever, right? Uh, correct. My only thing is maybe with this winning streak, he was like, wow, I see it in myself. I'm improving. This is it. Finally, after years of hard work, dedication, Maybe I could not only finally get my title, but also giving someone who's undefeated their very first loss and ruining their winning streak. Although they 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 were friendly towards each other, I think it was kind of like that idea as well. It's not only I'm getting the title shot, I'm also ruining someone's winning streak as well. And, you know... I just I I I think what? I don't I don't know. I mean I'm just trying to think if maybe he thinks oh man, well you know, I I cuz the way he worded it was I was prepared for this fight. I know I was ready for it, but I still lost. I well yeah I mean but I feel like that's what everybody feels like yeah. right when they lose 
Well, think about the fact that he spent months trying to work on his wrestling defense. He spent months conditioning, and in three rounds, he tapped out to every Nikitschuk. But to me, I got that. The way I was to understand, it's like he was thinking to himself, you know, I'm just not good enough no matter what. Like, I'll just never, I can never get, I can never defeat a champion. I could just never surpass that. Right. Right. And you know what's funny? This kind of goes to show. So technically, he's never won like a championship, right? Like he's gotten awards, like fight of yeah, the year awards. Yeah. But he, he, this fight against Khabib was to unify the fact that he was the interim UFC lightweight, lightweight champion. So he was the interim champion. I mean, d- so in theory, in theory, if you want to go off of the actual title, he was already a champion. And he's he's ha- he has a belt, so he he won it at some point, and he was a champion for at one point. But I think, in his mind, that doesn't mean anything when you compare it to the unified lightweight championship. Yeah, see, I I I, I was, I was never really a fan of the idea of these. Uh, you know, these half championship titles or whatever, you know, I don't know. I I, I don't know what any of that was about, to be honest. I know. And I think that's what everybody, nobody wants to admit that has the belt, but I think everybody that has a belt kind of knows it on the inside that just this doesn't mean the same as if I was the unified it's, champion of this it's, weight it's like a, the equivalent class. of getting a participation uh, trophy you know it's like oh I got a trophy yeah. but it, it's 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 not a first a way, place a trophy way. though you know I, I don't know yeah yeah it's like you're like first uh, you're like half first place. <laughs> yeah you know, now I'm not taking anything away from Dustin. I think if you want to call the interim UFC lightweight championship belt that he has, uh, or that he had, uh, the UFC lightweight championship belt, that's fine. I think he earned it. He fought his ass off. He fought an all-time great in Max Holloway. He made that shit happen. Um, 100% something to talk about. But focusing on the fact in the post-fight conference that he was so emotional and. He was so broken. Yeah. Like, you could tell he was yeah. broken, you know? And Habib broke... I, you know what it was? I, and I feel like Habib broke him down with his wrestling. But I feel like Dustin broke himself down with the fact that he had his own expectations that he couldn't deliver. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Because I don't think he ever really blamed Habib of just this man broke my spirit and my soul and this and this is... I want to get back at Khabib and take this, get this back from him. It was more just like a lot of what he was saying was I self-reflecting failed myself yeah, and exactly. my family. I failed my coaches. I failed my training. I, I, I thought this was going to happen. I worked my ass off. This was my destiny. I was so mentally ready for this. I was, I, I think that's what it was. He was so physically and mentally, spiritually, emotionally ready for this fight he was as optimized as he could he could possibly be, and it yeah. wasn't enough. You know what I mean? And I think that that's the that's the 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 weakness in the armor here is that he views himself for that fight against Khabib as being the best he will ever be, and it wasn't enough. So, in your opinion, do you see Dustin possibly retiring then? 
I see him pulling a cowboy Cerrone and just saying, you know what? Fuck it. I'm here for money fights and fun fights. I'm here to get paid because I'm not going to be able to play this game to make it back to championship mm. level, to, to beat the champion, to become the champion. You know, Cowboy was talking about that shit. Then he lost to Tony Ferguson. Not even lost to Tony Ferguson, but even before that, he was starting to take fights of just, yo, what are you doing, man? This isn't going to yeah. help you get the belt. He's all, I have a kid and it changed my life around. And then it's just, nope, now he's fighting. You know, he's fighting He's fighting fucking Justin Gaethje, I think. He's like, nope, I'll just take fights again. I think he just knows it's easier to do that to get paid than it is to play the game to try to become a champion. Because that's not mentally yeah. where he's at. And I think that's why Dustin, within 24 hours, is saying, yeah, I'll rematch Connor." You know? It's not, yeah, you know, I'm going to hit the drawing board. I'm going to relax and try to recover, recuperate. I'm going to get my mind right. And then I'm going to get back in training and work my way back up because I want that belt because that belt's mine. And I think I can do it. And I think I deserve to be champion based off of my capabilities. He's not saying that. He's saying Connor would be fun mm-hmm. to rematch. You know what I mean? I, I, I don't see him retiring. I see that he could retire if he wanted to. But, I mean, he's a guy who's put so much blood, sweat, and tears into this, man. He's been fighting a long time. He's been fighting super, super, I think 2000, hang on, 2009 he's wow. been fighting. He's, he's our age, right? Ten Around, years. He's like 30? 10 years. Um, he is uh, yeah. 30. So he's a year younger than I. Wow. That's 10 years of fight camps. That's 10 years of of get, walking to a cage and trying to fuck somebody up and not get fucked up. You know, like, that's insane that he's been fighting for 10 years and he's only fighting for the belt in the UFC now. But granted, it's because he's had to work his way up to this level. But also at the same time, it's like, dude, I don't know. I... I I think Dustin is a can be a more refined style fighter of the uh, boxer and and grappler. You know what I mean? Like I would not mind the idea of a Anthony Pettis, Donald Cerrone uh, uh, archetype, where it's you're gonna bang on the feet, and we're gonna work on you getting better with power and head movement and footwork. We're going to work more on making you a lethal weapon Mm. on the feet. And then we're going to sharpen all those knives inside that jujitsu gi. And we're going to make you a fucking demon on the ground. So people don't want to take you down, you know, like the whole cowboy shit. It's like, Oh yeah, we could take him down, but then we're fucked if we take him down or the, or the Diaz brothers. It's just, yeah, they're going to, we can box them up, but we could try to take them down. No, you don't want to take them down. You're going to fucking have to worry about their jujitsu. You know, it's, it's that archetype that I think is really the bread and butter that Dustin Poirier mm-hmm. could become. More so if he kept up with this mindset of I'm going to beat Habib and become the champion. But I don't know what he wants to do. I don't know. Maybe he's mentally spent and he viewed himself as maxed out in all of his abilities. And he doesn't have the potential to get any more out of himself. And maybe that's unfortunately the case. But y- you never know until mm. you know. Would you agree? Yeah, definitely, man. It's kind of sad thinking about it, you know, especially seeing how emotional he was. 
sucks. But you know what? He's he's still young, but, and I mean, I I don't think he should uh, he should really decide now. You know, just because of the emotions. But no, and I I don't think he will. I think he's surrounded by enough yeah. people. I mean, I think I think the better focus at this point now is the fuck is gonna happen to Khabib. Yeah. Actually, speaking of him, um, and I know we we put this guy on, a, on our pedestal and everything, but what what do you think of the idea of uh, if if GSP dropped weight, went down to one fifty five, and the UFC okayed for those two to fight? Well, that's the problem. The UFC doesn't want to okay it because they know, and George has acknowledged that if he wins, he's just going to vacate. Yeah, the it's just a, a reoccurring pattern. Yeah, so they'll, they'll probably never let this happen. What do I think of that fight? Ooh. Ooh, I think that would be very interesting. I think that would be very interesting. You have two guys who would love to dictate the pace mm-hmm. with their wrestling. You have two guys who do it in very different styles. Um, George does a similar style of shooting in on guys into the cage and using the cage to mm-hmm. kind of dump them. Um to hit them on the exit points uh, when they try to get when they try to pivot out, he pivots against that, and takes them down. That's really interesting. Um, I feel like, ooh, I feel like George's stand up though is so refined. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm gonna give it to George. I think here's the thing: I don't think George has the best wrestling ability when he's on his back. Okay. You know what I mean? I don't think he's like this master escape artist from when he yep. gets wrestled. The problem is that most people don't want to wrestle him. Right. Khabib would wrestle him. So I almost feel like George and Khabib would be better off if they just wrestled. <laughs> just a wrestling match. Yeah. Just a wrestling match. But the here's the other thing. GSP is huge. Yeah. GSP is huge against Khabib. So... I think the size, the striking ability, the uh, game planning that he has with Faraz Ahabi, John Danaher, and Freddie Roach at his corner, I think George takes it 100%. I think George takes it. Uh, yeah, I think George takes it. But it would be very damn interesting to see Habib and uh, George wrestling around. I, I would love to see that. Yeah. Oh, my God. I would love, I you know what? Uh, you I would love like to see that did. if they did it for like charity, even not even as like a professional thing to go on their record. Like if they fought or just wrestled or something for some sort of uh, uh, event or charity, I think that'd be cool. Yeah, I, I think it'd be really cool. The only caveat I have is that Khabib trains at a. Actually, you know what? let me take this moment to say something to everybody who always wonders who the best MMA coaches are. None of you respect Javier Mendez enough. That man has champions in Cain Velasquez, Daniel Cormier, Luke Rockhold, and Habib Nurmagomedov. And that's just the UFC. He trains a whole bunch of fucking MMA fighters. Javier Mendez over at AKA trains monsters, goliaths from the depths of darkness to come and just break people's souls. And just he fucking has these demons that nobody talks about. The the man's the man's a very 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 good coach. Uh, all right, that was just a side note. I think 
<laughs> I think with that being said, uh, Habib, I saw a video of Habib making fun of Luke Rockhold because he was beating up Luke Rockhold when they were doing wrestling. And Luke Rockhold no is huge. shit. Luke Rockhold is like, Luke Rockhold's easily above 200 pounds. Well, not only that, but the size advantage too. Isn't Luke like over six feet? And the size advantage. Uh, I think so. I think he's 6'1", maybe? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know Luke Rockhold's actual uh, size. I could find it out in just a second, though. Uh, He is, yeah, he's 6'3". 6'3", yeah. Yep, 6'3". How big is uh, Khabib? Fucking monster. Uh, I think he's 5'... Because I think GSP is 5'11", 5'10", 5'11". Um, Khabib is 5'10". He's 5'10", okay. He's 5'10". But he's 155. Yeah. Well, that's his fight weight. That's not his walking yeah, around yeah, yeah. weight. His walking around weight, I'm pretty sure, is 180, 190, Jesus. I think. Um, yeah, George is 5'10", and he weighs around 185. Okay. So, I feel like size-wise, they may not be... Actually, you know what? They may be around similar weight class if they fought at 180. But there's no way George is cutting weight to fucking Yeah, Yeah, because Khabib already said he's do, like, I, I'm not going up. I don't go down. I'm, I'm at where I'm at because that's where I'm more comfortable. And it's just how it is. No, no. Khabib yeah, said that? Actually, I think it was in, during his post-fight. Uh, someone had brought it up. and Oh, um, really? He's like, hey, you know, if George wants to fight, he's he could come down. You know, I'm I'm not a I he and he's like, I'm not a welterweight fighter. Um, you know, for I'm just I'm not that. I I am what I am, and you know, so if if they that's why I was asking if G- GSP were to go down, you know, what would you think? Because Khabib would not go up. Hmm. Okay. Okay. I don't like that idea. But since we're on the subject, what do you think if Khabib went up in weight rather than GSP going down? Ooh. I feel like that's that evens it out a little bit, in my opinion. Although I think Khabib's going to be a lot more tired. Mm. He's going to have way... He's going to be fighting with way more weight, I feel. I, I, I don't know. I honestly don't know. You know what? In in conclusion a, to this whole Khabib thing, I think someone needs to just smother Khabib if they're able to. I think someone needs to just latch onto him and see how see if they can tire him out. Ooh, that's a dangerous. That's playing with fire, man. What if he switches positions? Then he's got you and his cuddles, and he's snuggling well, the fuck. What if out he of just you? cuddled his cuddles? Who can out cuddle the cuddler? <laughs> <laughs> just two dudes lying on the fucking ground <laughs> just hugging it out oh man it would be uh it would really be the test of endurance there huh i mean <laughs> I, I was i was just gonna say like the way that it was funny to say that could be was uh i forget the joke that he said on instagram but he said what do you call um, what do you call jujitsu? What do you call it when uh, when you try to use jujitsu on Habib? 
And then Khabib says something like Luke Rockhold. <laughs> and then it show like Luke laying on the ground, like all tired and spent out. <laughs> um, but it, it's interesting. Yeah. It's interesting to say the least. Mm. But you know what? I do like the way that you put it. Uh, we're hitting. We're coming up on an hour right now. We started way late because of all of our technical mm. difficulties and commuting yeah. difficulties. So let's call it a fucking night and end this could be bullshit and uh, we can move on to more fun sh- stuff yeah, next hell time. Yeah. Okay. Word. All, All right. right. Man. All right. Cutting off. <laughs>